Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another NBA offseason video. Today, we're covering uh, one of the most popular teams in the league. That would be the Los Angeles Lakers. Everybody up. Everybody up. It's the Lakers episode. It's the Lakers episode. We got some stuff to talk about with them. Um, as always, check us out on YouTube to watch it here. If you're already on YouTube, welcome. Hello. Good to see you again. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Um, the Lakers are, have a plain and simple big three. That's the LeBron model. It's worked before, and they're hoping it can work again. Starting with number one, the King, LeBron James. Uh, Minden, will he, will this be the year he finally falls off, or no. he will never fall off? Um, what kind of question? No, I, will, I mean, not fall the... off for LeBron standards, meaning like 16 points per game instead of like 30. No. This isn't the year, but might be in the next I mean, it might never happen, but no, this is not the year. I mean, it's LeBron. Come on. Anytime LeBron's on a team with healthy teammates, like they're a threat. And I mean, I'm not going to just talk about LeBron's game because we all know who he yeah. is. So. Yeah. Simple as that. And uh, Duville. Duville, Anthony Davis. He actually had a pretty good year in the games that he played in last year. Um, you think he can still, he still got it in the tank? Like, you think he can do that for a prolonged stretch or you think the injuries might've caught up to him this time around? I don't know. I think AD is probably the second biggest question mark on this team behind Russ, but that we'll get to Russ. Yeah. AD we've seen this off season. People were talking a lot of smack because he hadn't touched a basketball in a long time. And then two or three weeks go on and all of a sudden these pictures come out and he's looking like a beast. So now the expectations are a little bit higher because right now he's looking good. He's looking healthy. He's looking like he can play. So when you see that LeBron is going to have those expectations. And when you play with LeBron, you have to perform. And when AD is healthy, he's the perfect match with LeBron. Yeah. You've seen that. Mm-hmm. And Dove, Russell Westbrook, one thing I wrote under Russell Westbrook is a possible reinvention. Uh, Russell Westbrook is not the MVP we once knew him to be. Um, he tried to play a similar game that he used to um, with other teams for the Lakers last year, and it didn't work. Do you think it, it was just a fluke? Do you think he tries that again? Or you think, what? how can Russell Westbrook help the Lakers? Because it's looking well, like he's going to be on the team. You know, I, I am sitting here thinking about a conversation we had Three years ago now, four years ago now, more than that, when um, the conversation of Russell Westbrook joining the the Houston Rockets was was building in anticipation, and the dynamic duo of Westbrook and Harden was, you know, the idea of that was being played with, and I, for the life of me, could not stop saying that Westbrook needs to be an entirely off-ball player. And that is what Westbrook needs to be for this Lakers team. He needs to be constantly cutting to the basket. He needs to be constantly putting up more effort on the defensive end. And I'm not just talking about the, you know, the little things like diving for the, like the simple shit, the simple stuff of switching on defense, communicating and following your guy. It's simple. And I think, for him, it's a matter of like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, instead of stepping up, 
taking a step back. And by doing so, you're, you know, increasing your potential of success rather than your role. You know, you're not going to, yeah. we're not going to get that anymore. Yeah. If you're not going to be putting up 30 points per game, fill, fill, fill some, fill another void, fill another void that's needed, continue to put up the assists, continue to put up the rebounds, hustle for loose balls, um, get stuff that do stuff that uh, your other teammates aren't doing. And if Russ can do that, he can still be a valuable member of this team. Maybe not $45 million worthy, but still, he's still Russ. Like I stand by that. Like he's still Russ. He won an MVP for a reason. He can go back to that. I'll say if Russ wanted to, he could put up a double, he could average a double, double without points above 10 points. I like that. I I think he could. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, The number four on, on, on our stars core pieces, just kind of by default is THT. Um, he's the longest tenured Laker besides LeBron, I believe, um, or I believe they came at the same year. So he's got to step up. He's He's got to step up. They need someone to pick up the slack when LeBron is resting, when AD inevitably gets injured, when Russ struggles. They need someone else to do it. And I think THT, just based on the rest of their roster, is probably the guy that they're going to look towards, like in recent years, and the guy – who's just most likely to do it. Um, But I mean, we'll get into maybe some potential other guys who could step up when we talk about rotations, but we'll move on uh, to their draft because they came into the draft without any draft picks. Shouts out out Kobe. Shouts out Kobe. Um, Shouts out Max Christie and Kobe. (laughs) In the same conversation. Well, Um, the, slide the, to slide. The Lakers on draft day traded into the to the second round and for one guy apparently, and that was Max Christie out of Michigan State. Some would say he probably shouldn't have come out so soon. Maybe he knew that Michigan State was about to get a ton of four and five star recruits and his playing time might have diminished. But the Lakers drafted him because they wanted him. Um, he had an uneventful summer league, in my opinion. He kind of showed the same flaws that he did at Michigan State. But they also picked up Scotty Pippen Jr. I believe he was the first undrafted free agent signed who had a great summer league and is going to be on a two-way deal this year. So we'll keep going to the rest of their transactions in the offseason because they were busy. Shouts out Kobe again. Um, wow. they, had, they had some big some, – some, I wouldn't say big – they they had they made moves like when they're when you're crunched against the cap like that they had their mid level exception and and young and veteran minimum contracts to give out so they gave out contracts to Juan Toscano Anderson who's he's ringed he's ringed with the Warriors he can do it again Lonnie Walker was probably their headlining free agent who can just do a little bit of everything um, showed a lot of promise with with the Spurs and of course with the U um, they signed Troy Brown Jr. for finally getting some shooting on the Lakers, which is something they seem to lack every year. And then they signed Thomas Bryant to be their starting center, presumably, who has had an underrated career for the Wizards. But that uh, that also comes with some losses. They lost Carmelo Anthony, who was their fourth leading scorer last year. Malik Monk, who was their fifth leading scorer last year. They also lost Dwight Howard. They lost Kent Bazemore, um, Avery Bradley, Trevor Ariza, like they they lost a lot of the the forty year olds that, that signed to try and ring chase with LeBron, so their rotation is going to be affected by that. So let's just 
talk about it because there's not really much to talk about each individual guy here. We'll just talk about the rotation. And uh, Duville, we'll start with you. We'll start with your lineup. All right. I think the most interesting thing on my lineup right now is Kendrick Nunn off the bench. I mean, there's a huge question mark around him. He opted in. It was very smart of him because he needed that money and he probably wasn't going to get it if he declined. So him coming out is a big question mark, but I put him in the lineup because, I mean, they don't have much else, so they need him. And obviously I'm putting Max Christie and Scottie Pippen. I don't expect them to – I, I, don't, I expect them to be on the Trademark. day one roster. I will say that, but I don't expect them to spend the entire season there. Like they will both probably go to the G league. That's what they do. Um, and the starting lineup, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty, I think we, we uh, all yeah, have it's pretty uniform. Same. We have the same one. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Uh, Braun, this one's on you. I mean, we've seen him have shittier teams and go further. So yeah. I think he can, he can muscle this. Uh, Dove, your lineup's uh, looking – it's looking pretty similar to Duville's. Just swap one guy. Why don't you tell us about that one guy that you have different from Duville in your lineup? And that is Wenyan Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel. Wenyan Gabriel, uh, uh, Mr. Kentucky guy. Uh, he hit seven threes in a game at Kentucky, and I s- haven't stopped paying attention <laughs> and following him since. Uh, I just think he's a solid three and D guy that really any team could use. Um, I think he just needs the opportunity to do it. I think he just didn't get that. I don't think he was a big name prospect. Uh, and he came just a little bit before this like draft guys who have a low ceiling, but high floor uh, early on in the first round, like before that came around, uh, he was, he was a late second round pick. Um, it, I, I think he just has a lot of potential just to be one of those like great spot minute guys, uh, in a rotation somewhere. And then you got Lonnie Walker, who I know we've already talked about, talked about, but I mean, you just, you take an explosive, good shooting guard and replace him with an explosive, potentially good shooting guard, which is like, it's cool. By Malik Monk. Hello, Lonnie Walker. Welcome, yeah. Lakers fans. You guys got a uh, big jump guy over there. Big jump guy. Um, Mindy, one guy that we got in our lineups that they don't is Austin Reeves. That could be because of the 10-man limitation that we kind of put on these. But, yeah, Austin Reeves. I mean, I think it, they're just going to play. I think Austin Reeves is going to play for sure. But I just think with who do I not have in my lineup? Sorry, uh, Stanley guys. Johnson and Scottie then Pippen or Max Pippen Christie. and Max Christie. Like they're gonna play. It's Stanley just like Johnson, whoever fits the Sorry. rotation the best is gonna play. But the what I wanted to bring up, <laughs> Stanley Johnson. What I wanted to bring up is the fact that a lot of Laker fans might believe AD should be starting at center. Um, and I have preferred AD to play center, but with this roster, it's kind of just like. Thomas Bryant's better than whoever you're going to put in there at power forward or small forward if LeBron goes to the four. And that's why I brought up Stanley Johnson because he would probably be that guy unless it was like a rogue JTA starting at the three and Bron at the four and then AD at the five. So that's, I think Thomas Bryant's the play. 
Yeah. What I do mean, you think, Shub? I mean, I, th- I think, Tom, yeah, I got Thomas Bryant starting just because AD doesn't like playing center, but Thomas Bryant's That's a very true. underrated player. Like, he, he gave good He's minutes good. for Washington. Like, yeah. Washington just had, like, the most center depth in the league for a couple seasons with, like, uh, Gafford and uh, Robin Lopez on the team at one point, Thomas Bryant. Um, they, I mean, there's more guys that I just can't think of off the top of my head. Um, I really wanted to say Marcin Gortat for some reason, but that, that's the boy. Way, way oh, the, why did the play of Jamal bouncing the ball off of his head yeah. just play in my head? Um, but the thing I was going to say about that mini is I, like the Lakers ran a lot of different starting lineups last year. I could see um, that's going to happen again. I mean, who did they, Darvin Ham? He's, he's going to find his guys. Like, yeah. you can throw, I mean, I was going to say, like, I could see it happening again. I could, but uh, like, throw it all out the window. Like, he, whoever played last year, it's going to be Darvin Ham's guys now. Yeah. Uh, and I could see Thomas Bryant moving out of the lineup and like Alani Walker, K Nunn moving into the starting lineup. Um, yeah. Could, if you put THT at the three. Yeah. I could see THT yeah, sliding out of the lineup as well. Yeah. Like, if they have a lot of flexibility with the guys they have, like one through 12 ish. Um, and then I got Stanley Johnson in there just for the simple, like I wanted to put Wayne Gabriel in there as well. Cause they're both. Yin, Wen Yin. I call him Wayne. I know that's <laughs> not his name. Um, they, they, they got called up. They got signed at the same time last year about, and they both gave in really good minutes. They played in the playoff. Like, I mean, not in the playoffs. They didn't play. They played in their playoff push a lot. Yeah. And, I see Stanley Johnson, like Lakers. My cousins are huge Lakers fans. They live in LA. They they really liked Stanley Johnson, and it's a kind of a pattern. Former Pistons do better on other teams, and that like that that happened again with Stanley Johnson. So, I mean, LeBron this, stopper. <laughs> it's facts. That's why LeBron got him. He doesn't want to go against him. Um, yeah. I mean, who else? We didn't. Re- I mean, Lonnie Walker and Kate, Kendrick Nunn. Like, if they can stay healthy, they're going to be great pieces. Like they have a better bench than last year. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like that, that is for Malik, sure. Malik Monk's be... a big loss. Like, I think he's a lot. He was a lot. Like, he did really well. He scored 20 he was plus. Their, he was their fourth leading scorer last year. Yeah. Behind their so big like, That's a big loss. And he but played the most. I think Lonnie Walker could step up this year. They obviously didn't have Kendrick Nunn last year. So, if THT and Lonnie Walker step up, I think they will replace Malik Monk and then some. But, I think it might be a bigger loss than we were really talking about. Yeah. I uh, want to say, oh, my bad. No, I no, no, go, go ahead, Duke. Go ahead, Duke. Go ahead. I want to say two really big losses. I know they're old, but they were really impactful were Mello and Dwight Howard. Yeah. Um, we see Thomas Bryant. He's going to get a lot of playing time. But after that, we don't. you don't really see a uh, backup center. So it's going to be tough with those LeBron. minutes. I mean, Braun is going to be doing everything. Yeah. But you can't expect Braun to be in there 48 minutes. It's year 20. It's year 20. 20. It's year 20. 20. You can you can still expect 27, 7, and 7, but you can't expect 48 minutes. It's just not happening unless it's playoff time. Yeah. And that's fair. But the backup center is definitely a question mark. And the minutes that Mello was giving were really impactful he was solid he wasn't, clo- he was he wasn't closing he was games yeah, yeah he wasn't closing games but he was putting in work especially yeah. compared to everyone else on the team uh dove 
you had something to say. Yeah. So I don't want to burst any Lakers fans bubbles. I do actually. I do. I really do want to burst some Lakers fans bubbles. Um, you guys were bottom 10 in defense last year. I think it was 21. Um, you guys might be worse this year. I mean, if you get more Anthony Davis, I guess you could argue that, you know, him being healthy, he could propel this team to like a top middle of the pack, like I mean, they were just 14, bad in 13, general. Whatever. They, they were just terrible last year. year. I know, but it's not like you did anything to improve the roster surrounding them that much from last year. So, what's the your floor for them? Going to yeah. fuck what, 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 what's your ceiling? Start, start us off with the. With so, the, let's start off with like my my floor. My floor. Yeah. For this team next year. Let's just go for like 13, 14. I think they could be like bottom, bottom, not 14, top five pick. 13. Not 14, not 14, 13. like 13. Like if, over 13. If somehow Sacramento is good and Portland is, is good, Sacramento's Dame, good. Like Dame is going to have a crazy season. De'Aaron Fox is going to have a crazy season. I think that propels them above them. And then San Antonio falls, so that kind of brings them down or up a little bit. But still, 12, 13 range is their floor. Sorry. Um, And then as their ceiling, it's LeBron James, a championship. If it's a team with LeBron James, their ceiling is a championship. But I I really easily could see them next year going into the draft with, you know, some other team having their top five pick. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Uh, JD, what do you think? Yeah. I'm exactly on that page. Their floor is a little bit different. Their floor is their the 11th seed, just missing out on the plan, and their ceiling is finals. With yeah. a winner, with, with a win, a win. Oh, with finals win, <laughs> with Final, a win. Okay. finals champs. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing to argue about there. I'm gonna say 11, 12 seed because 13 seems a little steep. Now that I think about it, but. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, 11, 11. It's it's LeBron. Even if he plays like fair forty five games, they're gonna not. Yeah. Um. Ceiling is a championship. Like it's LeBron. It's AD. And I'm really pulling for Russell Westbrook to have a bounce back season. I know a lot of people don't like him, but that's kind of making me like him because now it's him against his haters. I think we can yes, all sir. say Everybody. as a pod though. We don't really hate any players. So, you know. I hate, I hate Nick Batum. Nick Batum. <laughs> right, wow. I don't hate Nick Batum. Um, bring it home, Shoe. What it about home. James Harden, Doug? Yeah, Doug, you I hate, hate James Harden. Harden. I, I've I heard you say the words, I hate James Harden. Yes, I have. As a player, maybe. Right. Yeah, as a player. <laughs> All right, Shoe. No, but um, I don't I don't hate the human being. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Obviously, championship winners. They they can do it. LeBron can do it. AD can do it. Russell Westbrook can do it. Um, personally, I think they're. I'm a little bit higher on them as for their floor. LeBron's not missing the playoffs two seasons in a row. If, if it's if it's up to LeBron, LeBron's not missing the playoffs two seasons in a row. I think eight seed is the floor because that's just the last seed you can be to make the playoffs. I think they they're not they're not missing he's LeBron's not missing the playoffs two years in a row. What they do in the playoffs, that's a different story, but he's not missing the playoffs two years in a row. Just, I like that. All right. There's no way. Um, but yeah, I'm that that'll pretty much do it for the Lakers this week. 
Um, gonna be gonna be another interesting year for them. Rest assured. Rest assured. Um, and yeah. So, as always, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Um, follow us elsewhere. Uh, Twitter, Hustle and Hoops. Just posted a sick TikTok. Shouts out Angel. Um, Jacuzzi. 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 Um, at Hustle and Hoops. And uh, until next time, uh, we'll be seeing you. Peace.